Welcome, welcome, welcome. Season three, Wind Down with Kev. I am Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. And I am so excited today. This season, the hashtag has changed the narrative and party people in the place to be. Trust me, we are going to change the narrative on this one. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Wind Down with Kev. I am Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. By day, I sell insurance. By night, I turn to the host of my podcast. And today, I am amped. I'm excited. I got my man, Drew, here from Bolden Mac. Drew, talk to the people. Tell them your name. Give them your government, the whole thing. Let's talk about it. Mr. Spam, man, again, thank you for having me, man. I'm Andrew DG, man, the founder of the Bolden Mac Park Foundation. We going into our sixth year. We got the Bolden Mac Park flagship store, 233 Broadway, Amityville, New York. So y'all come tap in with us, come shop with us, man. So again, Mr. Spam, I appreciate you having me. I'm looking forward to the interview. No stress. I'm ha- I'm happy to be here. You 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 rocking that Amityville gray and red out of, out of respect for the other warriors, out of respect <laughs> for the one one seven oh one. I came in my red. I got on the gray slacks, which you can't nah, see. Good. But but good, but out of respect for for Amityville, so much love, so much respect. Amityville warrior here, wine dance warrior here. To gate today, we are together. So mm-hmm. so people, the first thing I got to tell you about my young brother to my right. Um, he was here on time 15 minutes early. I'm late for work. These sessions start <laughs> at 10.30. I'm usually here at 9.30, 10 o'clock. He's calling me at 10 after 10, Mr. Span. I said, what's good, Drew? You on your way? He said, nah, I'm in the building. I said, my bad for being late to work. So let's talk about being on time. Is that you? Is that Drew? You always on time? Um, now I am. Now I am. I, I got to credit that uh, uh, Coach Malcolm Montgomery in um, Tennessee. Okay. When I was down there in uh, community college, he he. if you was late, he ain't want you to come at all. Okay. At all. He ain't, he ain't want you to be there at all. Shout out to Coach Malcolm Montgomery. And, and what was Coach's definition of being on time? Uh, his definition of being on time was like 10, 15 minutes early. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For everybody out there, I've said that to you many times. If you're not 15 minutes early – you are late. So my humble apologies to you for being late. So you got to be there. People, y'all are, y'all are watching, Drew. It goes without saying what he's doing, what he's done this summer, all of the business that he's put together. We're going to talk about Boulder Mac. We're going to talk about the, the retail and all that. But you don't get this done if you don't get that first part right of being on time because I see you in a lot of meetings. But, Drew, I want to go backwards before I go forward. Mm-hmm. Pronounce your last name one more time for me and tell me the origin of your last name. Uh, my last name is Iodiji. That means My Joy Double. It's a, a Nigerian last name, Lagos. My dad was Nigerian. He came here from um, Africa. Beautiful, beautiful. Your dad, first generation from Africa. Yeah, first generation from Africa. And Ayodoji, did I say that right? Ayodiji. Ayodiji. I must give the re- proper respect to the name. And once again, it means? Um, my Joy Double. My Joy Double. I'm, I'm my joy is definitely doubled to have you here today. Um, my, my selection process for choosing my guests for the show, um, I have, I'm have i looking for people that's first, only, and different, real FODs in the community, and you are definitely an FOD. Mm-hmm. And not only are you an FOD, you're my MVP 
of the summer of 2021 because you did so much with Bold and Mac this summer coming off of COVID last year when we couldn't mm. do a lot in the community. But you did your thing. So so talk about um, what it was to get it started right away with Bold and Mac to get the ball rolling again. Um, You know, it never really stopped, man. The pandemic, I just looked at it as just like I had to pivot. And that's when the merchandise really kind of came into play. So I was nonstop the whole pandemic. I never stopped. I was doing little podcast interviews like this online with all of the local talent. Um, I was out pushing pushing merchandise through the pandemic. I had a little blog called uh, Pushing Fire Through the Pandemic where I was going giving out the Boulder Mac Park merch. So um, I never I never stopped. Like the, the pandemic was like a pandemic for me. I used that as like a, a cheating kind of thing. Like I got ahead with that, I feel like. Put 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 a quote right there. The pandemic was a was a plan-demic. Yeah. It was a plandemic for you, and you put a plan into effect. You put your head down, and you did your work. So, Drew, a lot of my, my audience is not necessarily a basketball audience, not necessarily a, a local audience. I have people that watch this from near and far, from Chicago, from the season I lived out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, my son Kevin's in Cali, so... For those that are across this big nation that don't know what Bold and Mac is, mm-hmm. tell them what the Mac is. Tell them what we represent. And by the way, not only show up early, he showed up with gifts. He blessed me with the nice Mac hat. He blessed me with the uh, black and gray hoodie, the black and gray hoodie to match. Too. So I got him. The, uh, these is the uh, five trophy, the year year five edition. Uh, sure. Wow. He asked us about you know what Bold and Mac Park is. So this kind of give you a little brief synopsis of what Bold. Mac Park is right here through these shorts. It's like a storyline. I love it. I love those, it. Those is for you right there. I love it. I will be rocking it. Yes, I will. I brought you these two. These are the Just Dawn inspired shorts. They heavy like a real game. Yes, sir. Game pair basketball shorts. Check those out. Woo! You're going to make me get <laughs> undressed and, and take a ball out and go to work here. <laughs> There's levels to this. this. This is just love and respect. If you don't know anything about this young man, so far, know that he handles his business. He came here. He was early. He came bearing gifts. And um, let me jump in and lead you in a little bit. So the first pair of shorts, it kind of breaks down a little bit of basketball history. So I'll go from memory, and you pick me up where I miss off. Mm-hmm. You say Harlem got Rucker. Yep. And everybody knows Rucker Park in Harlem. Legendary. Legendary. Legendary you know, basketball, the, the movie Above the Rim. That's what that life is all about. What's next? You got um, Lincoln got Queens. Lincoln got Queens. A lot of tournaments in, in Lincoln Park, every AAU program, Long Island, Queens, Brooklyn. Historically, it, too, you know, it was a adult tournament before, but now they just switched to strict, strictly high school. But that was a legendary tournament years ago, years ago. Yes, um, it was. Lincoln Park in Queens. Then you got um, Gershwin Park in Brooklyn. Gershwin Park in Brooklyn. Let's yeah. talk about it. What's Gershwin known for? Um they 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 known for the grittiness. They got a real um they got a real good tournament as well. It's been around for some time. All of these tournaments that we speaking about, Rucker been around for years and years. But everybody else that we talk about been in the business for twenty plus years. So um, these are dudes that I'm kind of taking notes from without them even knowing. I'm watching them. So um, we talk about Gersh Park. That's in Brooklyn. You know, a lot of basketball players came from there. Of course, you already and, know. Um, we 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 go to uh, Uptown. Got Dykeman. That's yes, like sir. The, uh, they call that the, the red carpet of street ball right now. So Ken Stevens is doing an amazing job. I'm watching him too. He probably don't even know that okay. I'm paying attention. Okay, Ken to him, Stevens, so. we 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 watching you. And some some of these games, I'm not a video dude, but some of these 
places. I know that Rutgers is is on like the PlayStation game, so yeah. they they legit. So let's fast forward to the future. You let's talk about now. Bolden Mac, we're in what year? We're in year six? We kicking off year six? Yeah, we're going into year six now. We just finished year five. Yes, sir. We won a championship. My, the, the home team is stayed in Amityville. Okay. So, you know, shout out to us. Shout out to Team <laughs> Buck, man. It was major. It was a it was a it was a hectic summer, man, from week one. It was a it was a it was a brawl. So, you know, we excited going into this year. We got a lot, uh, a lot going on. All right, well you you definitely brought out the big guns this summer. You brought out the the Jelly yeah. Fam, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You you bought you you didn't play. Yeah. Now, let me ask a question. I already know the answer to. Who was the champs last year? The champs last year was Wine Dance. Say that it was Wine Dance. I give a date. <laughs> Listen, man, that's 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 a game that I, I, I explained to them when they tell you, Drew, why are you going so hard for these games? Because that's a game that could go either way, regardless of who's on the court. The adrenaline of those games is just crazy. So. Shout out to Wine Dance too, man. CJ, Thomas, Beverly, Kevin, Little Man. Family. It's, it's family, man. It's bigger than basketball. We do this thing for um, you know, unity in our community, man. Everybody come together. We eat together. Uh, uh, we play ball together, and we, you know, we talk about this all year, man. So shout out to them, man. This game, you know, brings the community together. So, so Drew, and that that's what I that's what I love the the Amityville Wine Dance competition is healthy. I go back to the beginning of this thing. The biggest. Four events in my youth, growing up in wine dance, 70s, 80s, and forward, was always wine dance versus Amityville. When we come to see y'all, I was always there in that that school. I'm not going to (laughs) describe it. I'm not going to say nothing bad about it. And then always when y'all came to us. So I'm rich in my knowledge of Amityville history basketball players. Mm. Um, My my brother-in-law is one of the greatest Amityville legends that you probably don't know. So I'm going to say his name. Mm. Um, might be one of the few people that ever averaged a triple-double in high school. Mm. Familiar with Jeff Williams? Jeff Williams. He was a guard? Guard. 6'4 yeah. guard. I know Jeff Williams. Jeff Williams. That's yeah. my that's my brother-in-law. So shout out to, to Jeff. Um, Jeff was the inspiration for many great Amityville players that came behind him. So we're going to play a little game. I'm going to say a name, and you just react to it. And tell me what your thoughts are about this person. So let's go, let's go back to after Jeff Williams, the next Amityville great was Shelton Jones. Right, right. He was our first McDonald's All American. He came out in 1983. Those was like the last greats for um, our legendary coach Fred Williams that passed away. God bless the dead. Rest in peace, Coach Williams. So shout out to the Shelton. Next great Amityville player. I'm a shout out. Just react when I say his name. Mike James. Mike James, um, dog, warrior, Boulder Mac Park. Um, they got the courts named after him there. Um, and he took the he took the hard way. You know what I'm saying? He went to prep school, went to Duquesne, went overseas, grinded. Pat Riley loved him, said that was one of the hardest workers that he ever, you know, came across. And he he I feel like he overachieved. I feel like he Oh my God. Over straight from Amneyville, straight from Boulder Mac, his 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 practice ground to the NBA, NBA champion. And very much a community guy, just like you. Definitely, definitely. He kind of paved the way. Me seeing him do that in the park, seeing guys like Sweets do that in the park, made me, you know, uh, uh, able to do what I was able to do. Okay, now now I'm going to name two players because these two Amityville players that I'm going to name, for all y'all LeBron James fans out there, these two players are from one of the only three teams, basketball stories, forgive me if I get this wrong, 
But in LeBron James' four-year high school career, I think he only lost three games, and one of those games was to the Amityville Warriors. And two of the players on that team, the two senior stars of that team, Jason Frazier and Tristan Smith. Um, Tristan wasn't on that on that team when they played LeBron. Okay. He wasn't on that team. He just had graduated. That was Jason's senior year, and that was AJ's sophomore year. Okay. So, um, but speaking of those dudes, two 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 outstanding individuals. Jason Fraser is actually on our board uh, for Bowdoin Mac basketball, and um, you know Tristan Smith, another uh, Amityville great. He went to St. John's right up out of there. Um, they paved the way. They paved the way. Um, you know, the non-league schedules that they was playing was just ridiculous. I remember Grady coming out here. I remember going to play Rice High School, St. Raymond's. Um, they going to Delaware. That's where they played LeBron James at down at the slam dunk to the beach. So, you know, um, it's a definitely a real rich basketball, you know, history there in Amityville. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Shout out to Jason, just one of my favorite people in, in the world. Jay Frey, you already know that. Tristan Smith. Two-sport athlete, dominated on the court, dominated on the, the football field. So since I missed it a year, I got to add to the members, other people that was on the team. You had Richie Payton was just a defensive problem, mm-hmm. and then you had another pro on that team, none other than A.J. Price. Yeah, um, the goods, the goods, man. I feel like uh, A.J. was a dude that kind of um, paved the way for Long Island, per se, not just Amityville, because – he was, like, really killing out there on the circuit. We would go to ISA, and he was, like, the man out there. Like, so um, I think he, he kind of um, opened the door for – like, it was it been stars in Amityville, but he opened the door for people to look at, like, yo, it's really killers out there. Like, it's, it's dudes that could really, like, go. So, um, again, man, it's just a blessing to be from there, and it's a blessing to even come up behind, you know, players like that of that caliber that, that brought that type of attitude to the game. Like, I played uh, – you know, Juco basketball in Tennessee, then I play NAIA basketball in Tennessee. And you just see the approach to the game that them dudes brought was just, you know, you don't see this anywhere in the world. So just, just to have that come from a little place like that is crazy. It it means everything. So so let's talk about your, your walk. I'll, I'll leave my Amityville history alone. And let's dial forward to, to Drew because there's more kids out there like you then there are the McDonald's All-Americans and those that are going to go college and go pro. Um, my first time I remember seeing you working on your game, you were in Jerry's gym, mm-hmm. just going hard. And Jerry mm-hmm. was being Jerry, yeah. and you was listening to Jerry, but you was putting in, in the work. So talk about your path. Talk about when you first picked the ball up and mm-hmm. how you played in school and that whole Juco path of... I was like a... um. I came on the scene kind of late, you would say, as far as, like, organized basketball. I never really got a chance to get on, like, a solid AAU team or anything like that. But what I what I did see was those dudes that I named before me, and I seen the work that they put in. So I felt like that was a little advantage for me was to get in there with ice and really lock in. When I tell you I locked in with ice, I locked in with ice. So my game from a 10th grader to a 11th grader was, like, here. Yeah. So, um... You know, I felt like uh, I took advantage of that, and it earned me a, um, you know, a scholarship my senior year to a Division One junior college. Shout out Jay Joyner from Amityville. Jay Joyner, um, alumni. He he pulled the trigger on that situation and got me down there to Tennessee. And when I got down to Tennessee, I played really well as well. I locked in with Jerry. I was coming home, basically living in the annex. So, um, you know, I earned another scholarship to Cumberland University, where I played for Coach Lonnie Thompson. He was a very um, High disciplinary coach, you know what I'm saying? Being on time, um, 
just being respectful, you know what I'm saying, and being a respectful to people for that matter. And, um, you know, I learned life lessons that I was able to come back and, um, you know, bring bring back here to Amityville, bring back here to Long Island. And and I love your, I love your path because you were putting in the work with Jerry, and when you mentioned your JUCO coach and when you mentioned your four-year coach, both times you mentioned the business of basketball, and fast forward to today, you're still getting up shots. I think you worked out with Jerry this yeah, morning. definitely. Okay. It's just my second day in a row now, so. Uh, ooh. Yeah, I'm locked ooh. in, man. I got, I got a goal that I'm looking forward to this April, so we locked in. Okay, and and, and since you didn't speak on it, it, it will go unspoken. We'll just yeah. leave that alone. Yeah, definitely. That's not for the live. That's not for the podcast. When definitely. it happens in April, recognize. You'll know, you'll know that Drew is, uh, you'll know that Drew is, is working, so. Drew, one thing um, about me, um, I love the game of basketball. I'm not a has-been. I'm a never was. I'm, mm. I'm that guy that tried out for the team every year, mm. ran down the gym and see if his name was on the list, and it wasn't. <laughs> then, then we look forward to, to, to next year, and we did it, and we did it again. Um, but I love the business of basketball. You know, mm. I've been blessed to have three sons that enjoyed the game and played at a decent level, um, and I've coached the game a lot. But today – um, I love the business of basketball, and you and I have a business partner in common. Mm-hmm. I'm just starting to work with the Long Island Nets. You've been working with them for a minute. So let's talk about the business of basketball and what that partnership means to you. Yeah, shout out Long Island Nets to um, Alton Bird, Wade Richards, uh, Montana Tyrus, the whole team over there, man. They really amazing. They really big on community and really um, pushing the culture forward out here in Long Island and you know connecting with community leaders like yourself. So um, shout out to them, man. They doing an amazing Much job. Much respect, out there. Long Island Nets and everybody associated. Um, I just think the business side, um, you know, needs to be uh, shined upon more because that's just a way for dudes to pivot that still love basketball. Like I love what I do now. Like you know what I'm saying, like what people say, uh, it's not a job when you're waking up doing what you love. Like I love putting on the tournaments. I love doing the little camps. I love putting on the little one days. I love talking basketball. I love arguing with people down about basketball. So <laughs> it's like I'm really enjoying myself doing this. So um, the business aspect is just a pivot. You know, there's plenty of things you could do. Um, you know, you could go into the corporate side of things like Wade did and Alton did and mm-hmm. really, um, you know, have a lucrative income off of that. You could kind of go into the analytics of it and speak about basketball. You know, we do this all day, you know, not knowing that we do it. So, and there'd be a lot of people that, you know, probably could go debate Steve Smith or Skip Bayless or no, some of them out here. It's, so, it's, it's like easy. So if you look what's in front of you, there's no notes. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no notes. We're not reading off the, the script. Yeah. We're just having a conversation from what's in our heart and, and just from our love of the game. And basketball is a business. It's a multi-billion dollar mm-hmm. business. We don't have to have all of it. But it's nice to be able to do what we love for a living or even associate with something you enjoy, and it does not feel like work. So mm-hmm. we was talking Amityville Wine Dance. I'm a Wine Dance alumni. You're Amityville alumni. Mm-hmm. But you spent a lot of time in Wine Dance in that youth center working with the kids right there. Yeah, I grew up in Wine Dance as well. Um, you know, my Uncle Lenny lived out there, so he brought me out there as a youth to play football. I played for Coach Pee Wee. I played for nice. Coach D. So they kind of brought me up playing football as well. So it was kind of like the best of both worlds. And it's like that anyway. If you from Amityville, to you this day, dance. to if this day, dance, you got a cousin in Amityville. So, you know, it's, it's two neighboring towns and, you know, it kind of go hand in hand. We fighting the same struggle. So, you know, um, I'm passionate about the youth center down there. Shout out Miss Janine Reynolds. Yes. Shout out the youth borough, uh, Claire McKeon, that got me down there. Um, 
Shout out to Rob. We putting together a basketball Let's go, thing. Rob. Let's go, nephew. Yeah, I'm helping him out with it. He putting it together Mondays and Wednesdays for the kids. So it's just all about giving them the opportunity, man, being who I needed when I was younger for these kids. So, so Drew, you, this is a beautiful thing. I think I said this already. It's okay if I repeat myself. You are my MVP of the summer of 2021 because you kept not only so many youth busy with basketball, but you kept our adult men busy with basketball. So this basketball story for us, oftentimes it ends that last game in high school. For some, that last game in middle school, you're a killer, but high school takes you on another path. Mm-hmm. Um, some become that stay on the basketball path through college and various means to get through school. But many of our young men that don't have that path, once that hoop dream is done at 18, 19, whatever it ends, they really don't have a whole lot to look forward to. To me, one of the reasons why I wanted to rock with your sponsor, the Mac, is because you're giving those young men that's still in the neighborhood something to look forward to. You're giving them a reason to work out and to stay in shape because you can't be out there any kind of way. If I'm yelling at kids and saying – you could have did it like I mean, or I would have did this, I would have did that. If I still get out there and I don't have it, I got to back that up, nah, you know, and, and we're doing it peacefully. So talk about what that means for all the young men that no question, the elite players, both towns, other towns, Nassau, Suffolk, Queens, Brooklyn that's coming out to play. What do it mean to you to see our 25 and our 30 years old out there balling hard? Um. That means a lot as well because it's showing, you know, that that we tapped in. I'm saying a lot of the 25 to 30-year-olds are just kind of caught up living in their life. I feel like this is giving them something to prepare for, giving them something to look forward to. So, you know, it's um it's a blessing when you look at it from just the youth that we got involved all the way to the adults, man. We tapped in for eight weeks. So it's it's, it's, it's good, man. It's good. It's a, a blessing to see. It's, it's, it's a blessing, and the energy is insane. I think I only caught one uh, game this summer. I came to catch one game, wanted to see my cousin, Kevin Little. Yeah. Wanted to see him play. He was putting up major numbers. Yeah. Um, so I got to see that. And the energy in the park is beyond, beyond. So if you like positivity, if you like big crowds, if you like that that energy, that feel for being at a game, the MAC is the place to be. Um, so, so, Drew, my, my theme for this season, my season three wind down with Kev podcast is hashtag – change the narrative. Mm. The narrative in our community for a long time is once you're done with school, you're finished. Now you're a barbershop legend. Mm. Okay? Mm. Why didn't you just let it stay there? Why did you why'd you breathe life back into young brothers and what did you see that said we can keep playing, we can keep doing this? Um because I just didn't really want to be regarded as that. I'm saying like I didn't want to be regarded as just like somebody that just came back and got caught up in the same stuff. Um, I kind of I kind of got mixed up into the wrong thing. So, you know, it was just the grace of God that, you know, certain people came into my life that kind of steer, steered me in the right direction. I never was uh, stupid, you know what I'm saying? So I always knew, um, you know, right from wrong, and I always knew that, you know, I had a vision. And, um, you know, I was blessed with that. A lot of people can't really see that far, so they make short-term decisions, and um, those short-term decisions sometimes affect their whole entire life, and I'm saying it changes the trajectory on their whole life, whether it's 10 years in jail, five years in jail, sometimes dead, sometimes getting hooked on the wrong thing. So, you know, it's a um, it's a will that, you know, we face in our community, and I just felt like me being at the age that I was in and me having a platform, seeing that this um, 
you know, this basketball is attracting these communities like that. It's attracting these young kids. It's attracting these adults. It's attracting older women. It's attracting senior citizens, literally. So, you know, I felt like um, it was only right for me to, like, really um, give the best version of myself as far as, like, positivity, showing um, the youth in the community that they could pivot. You don't got to, you know, sell this to get that. It's the same type of process of selling drugs as just selling T-shirts. You know what I'm yes. So, um so I got that, that is what you said right there is the most positive thing in the world. In our community, people are introduced to selling certain things because it's easy and accessible. No different than buying twelve candy bars from BJ's. Mm-hmm. Selling T-shirts is the same thing. Selling hats and selling hoodies is the same thing. You just have to learn the process. How did you learn the process? What did you go through to? To make that association that retail sales is retail sales, how did you how did you pivot? Um, just seeing businesses work, just seeing businesses work, seeing like oh, it's this is the exact same thing, supply and demand. You know what I'm saying yes, you know the the, the the better the product that you have, the better the uh, the customers are gonna be. So I really take pride in my product, as you see. Like as yes. you never you could wash these hoodies, you yes. could wash the t-shirts. Yes, it's never gonna fall off. You could wear these hats, it's never gonna fall off. This is. I just got done working out, so it's 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 it's, it's quality that 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 um you know I pride myself on with business and just moving with high morals and integrity with it, you know, standing on that brand of the Mac because it was um you know established long before me, long before it was even a basketball brand. It was people that was in the park and the community, you know, bringing the community together, uh, a place for us to just you know fellowship and eat and drink and just have a good time over the summertime, listen to music. So. You know, um, I feel uh, blessed, highly blessed to be even, even be able to be in that position to, um, you know, do that for my community and um, everybody around it. You, you, you doing everything and you saying everything and you said a buzzword that I'm glad you brought it up because it means to me. Um, you mentioned a brand. And one of the things I've seen you post about is that we're not in the buying brands. We're in the building brands. So what is your brand? How would you define the brand? My brand um, is an empire because, like, if one thing, you know, shut off is another thing that I could lean on. So, like, the pandemic, we were shut off as far as the mainstream of the tournament. So we had to pivot in the close. Right now we pivoting into the holiday tournaments. Every holiday tournament we do in the community give back. So November we got our Thanksgiving tournament. November 24th we doing our community feast at the firehouse. We're going to give out turkeys. Christmas time, we're doing our Christmas tournament. We're giving out toys. We're going to do a Christmas tournament at the same time. March, we're doing our March Madness. Black History, we're doing our Black History Month tournament. April, May, we're going to our banquet. June is Welcome to the Mac, and it's the same thing over and over. I'm, I'm smiling so hard, people. You know, we, we're, we're, where we're from, um, we're, we're not supposed to smile and cheese that much, but where my heart is, it's happy. Um, I can't pretend to be a gangster or anything else. I'm happy from a business and a personal standpoint because of the business tools that you're using and the acumen that you speak with. Um, the most important thing in business is the calendar. Mm. It's the mm. calendar. You, you, when you put something down on the calendar and you say you're going to do it, do that. Absolutely. Don't do something different. So you just laid out the next six to nine months for me, and there's something on purpose happening, and it's not just fun. These givebacks are real. You just partnered with Divine Smith and Diverse Skills Training, mm-hmm. and y'all just did a nice giveaway with the back-to-school right. stuff. Right, right. He, I, I really necessarily didn't partner with him. I supported I supported the event. I wasn't around for the event. Big shout-out to Divine, um, Divine Smith 
uh, Millie, Millie Smith, KY. They um they do this event every year where they come into the park and um they give the community sneakers and book bags and different things to go back to school. But shout out to them. That definitely was a um a dope event. But it's it's just very important to tap into the community and just give them resources back. If you getting information and you getting more knowledge and you're not really bringing it back to the people, I feel like it's like senseless. So everything that I'm doing and everything that I'm learning, I'm bringing it you know back down to my peoples. So I'll share, and I love what you're doing. I'll share a jewel. Pass on before you pass on. Pass on the knowledge that you have. Pass on the experience that you have before you pass on. That's one of the reasons I do this. I have information I want to share. You have information that I want people to hear from you that they want to share so that next person gets motivated and gets inspired. So we talked about your brand. I love what it stands for. My brand is family, community, and relationships, mm. family, community, and relationships. So what you're doing, uh, some people ask me, Kev, why'd you support Bold and Mac? Why didn't you do this, my cause, that cause? Because Bold and Mac stands for something very specific. Mm. It stands for family. Mm. It stands for community. It stands for relationship. And when your brand lines with my brand, just like with the Long Island Nets, mm. then I'm with you. If you have a brand that today is this, and the next time I see you, is, is something different that doesn't align. So my brand is associated. I think as a representative of Allstate Insurance Company, a Fortune 500 company, I think like Coca-Cola. I think like McDonald's. I think like big companies. And they only sponsor people that project a certain image because if that image goes left, the brand goes left with it. Uh-huh. So keep representing your brand because I'm not the only corporate person that's watching you. Talk to the other business owners that's out there that's not involved in the community about how they can help and and why they should be involved in the community. And um, shout out the shout out to uh, Kevin Span again, man. Um, he was a major sponsor for us this summer. He had the biggest sponsorship that you could possibly have in our package. He came to our banquet, and um, it was love, man. I really, really, really um appreciate that. And like he said, um. Your partners, you kind of want them just to align with your brand. And, um, you know, he's, uh, like he said, he wasn't a basketball player, but they come from, like, a basketball family, and they're surrounded by basketball, and he's surrounded by community. So um, I felt that that was very important um, to collab, and I was uh, I was uh, grateful for that. But um, the, the, what was the question again, Mr. Span? I'm sorry. I got no stress at all. I was talking about other businesses. Like, there's other businesses out there. We spend a lot of money. In this small town of Babylon, in the Hamlet, Amityville, the Hamlet, the Wine Dance, we spend a lot of money in businesses. How can other businesses get involved? Um, really, social media um, awareness. I feel like because I post everything on social media, um, and you know, whoever want to be involved, whoever want to support, uh, well, however I could support other people, I'm willing to, um, you know, support. You know, I'm open. I'm saying um, everything. I'm open to everything. So. However, we could collab, you know, community leaders from across the board. Let's collab, man, not just basketball. Um, again, my uh, civic association, which we spoke about earlier, that I um, co-founded with my partner, Danny Lloyd, Minority Millennials. Um, you know, we just looking to collab, man, looking to bridge the gap between policy and culture. Um, we bringing these political influences actually into the community, making our community aware of these, um, you know, political uh, candidates that's, that's, that's being put into place. And also re-educating the community on politics because I feel like, um, you know, it's just a major lane that, uh, you know, we're just not keen on. And um, if we was keen on that, I feel like we would be operating in a different way. And that's another thing about changing the narrative as well back in 2000. And, 
2017 or 2018, I think it was, I ran for the school board. In yes. I wanted you to and bring I, that up. Talk about that. I, I, I ran for the school board more so to really change the narrative for people to see, like, yo, it's people like us that really care. And it was a, um, it was interesting once you kind of get into it. Like, a lot of these things are just taboo because we don't really speak about them in, in our community as far as a school board election or running on the school board or knowing even what a school board is about for that matter. So... Um, it was a real, it was a real good learning experience. I seen the the, the the property tax money that we're spending is going directly into the school board. This is, um, you know, they're in charge of hiring and firing. They they bring our cooking ladies in, they bring our janitors in, they bring our teachers in. Control a lot of the school board in small towns, Long Island in particular, controls a lot of revenue, um, mm-hmm. and that influence. Um, all politics is local, so. I was proud of you for running for the board. That was one thing. And I was watching, supporting you from a distance, watching you posting. But the biggest thing I saw in that process was how you lost with dignity. Mm. Tell me who won. And do you remember about posting about congratulating the person? Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember that. Anytime I lost, I'm going to remember that. So it didn't even sit well with me. But, you know, I had to be graceful in defeat. Um, shout out to Laura McVitie. She um she she won. It was some controversy with that, but she won, and um you know that was that that that's what happened with that whole situation. But I just wanted um you know the people to know that I was really for the community. You know what I'm saying? And um I, I felt like that post just you know congratulating her, and sending love to her family because it was a lot of you know pettiness that was going on with a lot of that. They was it was it was a bunch of stuff. So. Politics would take your place. You don't want to go. But one of the lessons of basketball is at the end of the game, I win, you win. We shake hands and we play again. Mm-hmm. Politics and business could be the the same way. You know, we don't have to go crazy. We don't have to box. We don't have to choke each other out. It's just business. We move on to the next thing. So, so Drew, I remember a few years ago at Wine Dance Day, we're in the middle of it. I think it was 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it was our biggest crowd. Uh, I think we had about 5,000 people mm-hmm. in the park. We had all the hip-hop pioneers was home. And you approached me in the middle of it. And said, you know, nice job, Miss Spence. That's exactly what I'm trying to do in Amityville with Bolden Mac. And, and fast forward, we here, mm-hmm. we here. You mm-hmm. know, so just just love and respect for everything you you're doing. But I want to come back to minority millennials, the political side. So so mm-hmm. people pay pay attention to to the pivots. It's, it's more than this three point stance. It's more than it's pull up jump shot. It's more than the speed. <laughs> it's more than the D. This pivoting in, in business is a real thing. So you're in basketball, you're on the court, mm-hmm. you're in basketball in the community, not only with the youth, but also with our adults who really, really need this. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you're not talking politics. You're not out here just posting, I'm against this or, or this matters. You're doing stuff. You put yourself on front street, you ran for the board. Um, even before I pivot, what did you learn from that process of running? Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing... That I learned was that like you can't take no time for granted at all. Like I could have hit a lot more doors in that process. I felt like I didn't. I didn't know as as I didn't know it was as deep as that it, that it was. Then so I felt like um the biggest thing I learned was just really getting out there early and not wasting any type of time. I felt like if I would have been on doors for maybe four or five hours a day, like I like if some people do run their campaigns like that. I believe I would have. I would have definitely, you know, won by a larger portion than I, you know, I lost by. You know what I'm saying so. It's uh, so so everybody that's on Drew's live right now. Politics is money, and whenever money is involved, people go harder. 
Mm-hmm. And the the money is not cash, it's votes. Right. So we need all your young people, young people that's on this podcast that rock with Drew and Boulder Mac. We need y'all to register to vote. Mm-hmm. Not because Drew's gonna run again, because whoever run again, whoever wins, they need to know that you're you're real. We get excited about Obama. We get excited about the next candidate, whether you like them or dislike them. But all politics are local. And that school board is controlling major finances in every community, mm-hmm. and you want to be involved. So um, I am I come from a place and a mindset that says don't talk about it, be about it, and you'll definitely be about it. So, Drew, you did um, one of the most, the biggest civic thing I saw you do this summer. It was an idea I had in the back of my head when I was still involved with uh, being one of the leaders of Wine Inch Day. I always wanted to have a police and community basketball game because I think it's the biggest fundraising idea and I think it's the biggest way to bring those two things together. But you did it better and you acted on it with me with this pickup game with the police and the community a few weeks ago. Let's talk about how that came about, how it went down, and how you felt about it. Um, I felt real good about it, and it wasn't really a blown-up thing. We really wanted to get the pickup game off the ground, and it kind of was a little bit better because it was a little bit more intimate. We kind of got a chance to build with the officers a little bit more. Shout out uh, Deputy Police Commissioner Risco Lewis. Hey, Risco. It was um, it was her idea, and um, you know, she came out and um, you know, got a chance to meet the community. The the commissioner um, uh, officer Scott Cameron, I believe his name is. He came out and got a chance to meet the community, and um, it's just for me, it's 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 more so to 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 bridge that gap. And for our people to look at the police as more of a job employment than anything, you know what I'm saying? Because if we don't really got a seat at the table, we really can't, you know, battle back and forth. You know and, and you don't want it to be a, a battle back and forth. You want it to be a, a partnership. So shout out to Suffolk County Police Department for everything that you do. Mm-hmm. My best friend is both Amityville and Wine Inch like you. He passed away in 2017. Shout out to Ted Walker, detective of Suffolk County Police Department. So I'm all about youth choosing that career path, and I'm all about the partnership with the community so that, God forbid, if a young man or a young woman goes wrong, they don't see 5-0. They see a very specific officer, and the officer sees them, and it's, instead of being threatened by it's like, it's a Drew, you a, you're, you're a ball player, Drew. Yeah, it's a why, why are you here at 2 o'clock in the morning? Mm-hmm. My bad, Officer Span. I'm, I'm just grabbing some medicine. I'm home. That's the that's the outcome of this, but um, let's have fun. You know, all I ever did was play a whole lot of pickup basketball, and from what I know from my pickup games, we shoot for captains and we choose team based on the park. Is that how this went down? Did we shoot for captains and some police yeah. won some team? And yeah, it was like that. We have Brian Ellis out there. Brian Ellis okay. is a, a Bayshore legend. Bayshore okay. legend, Bayshore SAT legend. prep coach. Killed yeah. it on the court. Now he's helping people academically. Let's go, Brian. Yeah, so he he kind of um you know picked the teams up and it was it was mixed in. It was some community guys with the cops, then it was some other community guys with the cops. So it was good, man. It was a good game. Shout out to Johnell from Wine Dance. He yes. brought his youth uh, his youth warriors out. They, they they we we ended up winning again. So it was a, it was a good thing, man. Shout out Jordan. Shout out Jeremiah. Shout out everybody at Spinner Yard that got him down there. Family. It was a, um, it was a good thing. Like he said, man, family. We're in this thing together. We're in this thing together. That's 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 a beautiful thing for us to play with the cops and to build that relationship so when something goes left, we reference each other by name and we don't have that fear factor that we have sometime in the community and we don't personalize things that are like 
things that happen nationally that we never want to take place here. And how do you avoid it? We build a relationship before then, before then. Absolutely. You build a bridge before you need it so you don't have to swim in the ocean by yourself. So um, we dug into everything. The only thing we really didn't dig into is minority millennials and your, your partner, your man, Danny Lloyd, and mm-hmm. some of the things you have done also on the political side, partner with the South County Police Department. Y'all had a voice in... Um, when they were looking at how to add more officers to it. So let's yeah. talk about that. Um, the police reform, um, you know, uh, I believe, I believe, I don't don't quote me because I've been getting into trouble saying these things on, um, on these shows, but <laughs> it's one of the top leading causes of death in America for young black men. Okay. Police violence. So when they made this police task force to kind of address these things and present this plan to the governor, it was nobody that was under the age of 35 and that was black on the thing. So, you know, we was we was outraged by that. So, you know, we, 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 we sent a few emails. We didn't really get the response that we wanted to get. So we had to kind of address the thing publicly, and that changed. And we got Dan on the um the, the, the task force for police reform. And they, they made some progress. Still some things that we, you know, we would like to see, but it was it was some progress. And shout out to everybody that was on there. Shout out um Vanessa Streeter. Yes. Miss Vanessa Streeter is amazing man. She's um she's been very uh um helpful with Boulder Mac Park, just leading us in the right direction, um uh linking us with the PAL, um, you know, linking us with the police situation. So shout out to her man. She's been frontlining with us this year, major and um, I'm just very appreciative of everybody. Like you said, it's a family thing. It's a community thing. And, um, you know, we just all tapped in. And, man, we're looking forward to continue to grow this thing and continue to grow as a community. Absolutely. So for everybody, if you haven't been to a Mac game, if you're not following Boulder Mac right now and you're in my audience, follow them. They're doing beautiful things. Uh, business owners, if you're not involved yet, get involved. Get involved. Um I'd be a poor host if I didn't come back to mention the store and where you're running that retail yeah. operation. Say the address and location of the store again. 233 Broadway, Amityville Village. Okay. What I, what I like about that is as the owner and operator of a retail insurance office, you're running your retail off of a different formula that I haven't seen. First mm-hmm. off, the layout. People, if visit his page and look at this layout. It's not just a store it's an experience. Yeah, it's a flagship. It's the flagship store. So when you get there, you're just going to get the whole Boulder Mac experience. We got a lot of Long Island nostalgia in there. You're going to see a lot of, you know, autographed jerseys from a couple of uh, Long Island legends. We got some Dr. J memorabilia in there. Um, our magazine, I was supposed to come out last year, but it was kind of affected by COVID. We blew up a picture and put the frame uh, frame that in the store. Shout out to Jordan Riley, Georgetown. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you know, it's 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 a blessing again, like I said, man, and it's 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 a whole experience. The flagship location, you guys come out, man. We got sweatsuits in, we got hats in, we got bags, we got shorts still, we got a blowout sale on the shorts. The website gonna be done soon. Black Friday, we gonna be online working. So you know, tap in, man. Welcome to the Mac. Uh, I love that. That's gonna be online. Uh, Amityville and Long Island. We have big crowds of people from around the country. They want these hats. They want these shirts. They want the shorts. They want everything. And as soon as it's there, it's gonna it's gonna jump off the page. I grew up going to Amityville Day and Wine Dance Day. Amityville Day was always the first Saturday in June. Wine Dance Day is always the second Saturday in June. Um, it's something you may or may not know. Did you know that to this year that there's still Amityville Day held in Atlanta? 
Yeah, yeah, they do that out there. Yeah. yeah. This is like they maybe seventh year, I think, doing it out there. Yeah. It's a lot of Amityville people in Atlanta. Like, people say they go down there. It's like a little Amityville. So yes, yes. It's, it's, it's crazy. Big time and some big time uh, former players that are down there as well. So definitely support everything. Um, you said it's the flagship store, so business terms, that means that there's more to follow. Mm-hmm. I had a chance this summer visiting my oldest son, Kevin, as you know, in California with my two younger sons, and we went to Cool Kids, Cool Kicks in mm-hmm. Cali. And that's a place that people go just to look at the kicks because it's an experience. Mm-hmm. I see Bolden Mac being an experience that people should have whenever they're passing through New York. Not only should you come see a game, but you should pass through the store and have that experience and take the pics that you do with everybody for proof positive that you was there. Nah, definitely, definitely. And um, that's pretty much what's been happening, man. We've been getting a lot of people that's, you know, just out of state now, and they just excited to come back, you know what I'm saying, and check out the store. Like I said, it's a lot of nostalgia in there, so it's pictures that they'll see from the neighborhood that they might have been in the picture when they was younger. They running into people from the community that they ain't seen in a long time. It's a real community thing, man. Anytime you come in there, you're going to see somebody in there that you know. So, And we tapped into the youth. We had the youth working with us and all of that. So it's a good thing, man. It's like, again, like I said, it's a blessing. You mentioned, uh, you posted recently, you mentioned Uneo. What did that organization, that gym, mean to you growing up? Um, Uneo was major. Um, like I told you, I played football for wine dance uh, uh, youth leagues, but um, God bless the dead, John DePass. Yes. Once I got of age, he started that. Like He was like one of the, I don't want to say founders, but he was like one of the people that was on top of the Uneo thing as far as like grassroots, getting all of the kids there to play basketball, getting all of the kids there to play football. He put that together, Coach Percy, Coach Simpkins, and all of them was down there, so... That was a, a, a another good like you know uh, foundation. That was kind of like a launch pad for us for our youth that that, that we was there because they had classes. We had Black History. We had um we it was a bunch of things that we would do as uh, kids there. So that was a real good experience. No, that was a, that's definitely was a a great experience because Uneo grew out of the original Amityville Youth Center on Commerce Boulevard across the street from the Mac, and then that was built. And I think that was game changing. You guys having that youth basketball experience which propelled you and made you better for getting ready for high school and everything else. An early start and a fast start means a lot. Um, Drew, we, we dug in here. I think I, I think I helped the people to, to get to know you a little bit, to get I'm to know your, your your drive a little bit. I hope people on the, on, on the live is enjoying the, uh, the back and flow of uh, fourth of, of the questions. What didn't I ask you about? What's coming up next for Drew and what's coming up for Mac that the people should know about? Um. The 24th, we having that Thanksgiving feast at North Amityville Firehouse. I'm going to have a promo on that. So um, I'm going to be reaching out to a lot of the mothers out there, a lot of, you know, the the, the ladies that cook to come tap in. Mama, yo, I'm going to be reaching out to you. So um, it's going to be a community thing. We're going to be giving out turkeys that day, then we're going to go back to the firehouse, and we're going to have food for everybody. It's going to be a community celebration. Then the 27th and the 28th, we had the basketball results fieldhouse. I got fifth through eighth, uh, fifth through eighth graders. We gonna have like a middle school jamboree. So that's what's really coming up next for the um, for the for, for for the brand with Bold and Mac. The store is live. We got some new pieces coming in. Um, Black Friday, we gonna be live. The website should be up soon. And um, you know, just stay tuned. We gotta we got some more things coming that I don't want to speak about. I just wanna you just roll wanna, out. Let 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 it manifest. Out. So let me um let me see if I could could, could speak uh, for you a little bit. All my new business owners that are coming into Amityville, starting in the North Amityville, 
starting coming off of Southern State Parkway, Route 110, the beginning of Broadway, all my Starbucks, my local law estate agents that's there, the real estate agent, the mortgage people. You're in Amityville. I want you to really be a part of the community. I want you to reach out to Bolden Mackle when he reaches out to you. I just want you to ask one question. What can you give to support? He's going to do the legwork. You reach in and support, and as a result, the community will get to know you, and your business will be blessed for being a blessing to this young man. I'm Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. This is Andrew Drew. Say your last name. Andrew IODG, man. Mr. Spann, I appreciate you having me again. 233 Broadway. Y'all come check out the Mac store. And um, y'all tap in, man. Long Island got the Mac. Hey, Drew, tell them people on the live to follow me, too. Tell them to follow Kevin Spann at the Insurance Guru, underscore Insurance Guru online. Tell them to holler at me. Yeah, follow Kevin Spann, man, underscore Insurance Guru online, man. I'm about to start tapping on one of them, too, because I'm interested in the real estate and insurance. So y'all tap in, man. He going to give out the information to the people, so y'all make sure y'all tap in with him. No, no question at all, and I can't close on that note. If you're interested in insurance, real estate, finance, any part of that business, I'm desperately looking for young people that want these type of careers that live in every community, um, but we, all, we don't always have good representation of people that follow the steps to get the licenses to do the job and to have these careers, so who better to do it than you, somebody that knows somebody or somebody that's like you already, these certain things, wherever you travel, it's the same businesses in every community. And Magic Johnson, legendary basketball player Magic Johnson, who now owns many franchises or Shaq on LinkedIn, his description is CEO of many businesses. What they saw from their NBA travels with the same 30 businesses in every community, but we don't necessarily take the time to get the licenses to work there. So that appeals to everybody out there. If you want to do it, Talk to me. If I don't do it, I will direct you to somebody you can. Come on in and uh, replace us. We're getting older. All right? Absolutely. Peace. <laughs> Mr. Spann, I appreciate it.